Have you noticed so much business and marketing content out there is so abstract and airy-fairy? Like what they're saying sounds good, but what do you actually need to do? That's where the Good Marketing, Good Business podcast comes in. This is where I share practical strategies to help you grow your service-based business. And in case we haven't met yet, I'm Shannon Stone, award-winning business and marketing consultant. And for the last decade or so, I've been diving in deep with small business owners, helping them to make more sales and get more done in less time. And today's episode is no different. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are having such an amazing time as we start to wrap up the end of the year. It's definitely flying by. I am super excited for today's conversation. Today we are talking about how the right clients need no convincing and how way too many people try to convince the wrong people to buy from them. It's probably one of the biggest, and I don't want to call it a mistake, but I think it's one of the biggest life altering or business altering decisions that people can make that really, you're almost at a crossroad. You could target the right people who are incredible clients for you, or you can target the people who don't have money, the people who don't value your service, people who you have to actually really convince to work with you. And the right people do not need any convincing at all. I've got a couple of stories for you. When I started my business in 2015, I started as a freelance marketer. Social media was one of the big things that I focused on. And in 2015, you still kind of really had to educate and convince people that social media was a real marketing strategy. And I took on clients really, really quickly. And then I said to myself, I am not working with anyone who needs convincing that social media is a good strategy as far as marketing goes for businesses. And it was a good decision that I made because I was like, yeah, there's going to be people who need to be convinced and there's going to be people who are already convinced. And I'm going to choose the people who are already convinced because they are going to be the best people to work with. And so that was an amazing decision that I made back then. And one that I've really carried through with me, you know, this month, actually October is my eighth anniversary in business. So it's carried me through a really long time, but I've got another story just very briefly of a client who is so incredible at what she does. Just like, I honestly think all businesses, anyone who is a business owner and out there doing their thing has got to be incredible at what they do. I am just a little bit more biased to my clients. (laughs) I do obviously know them personally and can vet what they do. But one client in particular, when she first came to me, she was selling something at a very, like a couple of hundred dollars and the same IP, the same knowledge she has, just like many of us, uh, which is why this is a great story and something I think we can all learn from, your same knowledge sold to the right people or the right businesses you know, it's the difference between a few hundred dollar packages and several thousand dollar packages. And all you need to change is not you or your IP 
or what you know to do with people when they have that problem in front of you. It's just the person you're selling it to. And so this client in particular, I said, please refund all these few hundred dollar clients and please start working with these five figure clients that you so well and deserve. And there's nothing wrong with either clients. Um, you know, if someone's paying you $500 or $50,000, I think there's like a meme that goes around the business circles of that. I don't see anything wrong with anyone paying you any kind of price, but obviously as a business, what is your goal? And what is the best and least path of resistance to get to that goal? And often for uh, service-based businesses, it's to sell their services at more higher ticket prices with fewer clients where their skills are incredibly valued and used the right way. So I share these couple of stories with you because it can make the difference to everything that you do, not only your revenue, but also really feeling like you are making the difference you want to make. You are working with the people that you really want to work with. You are sinking your teeth into, and this is like in a positive way, (laughs) into clients and projects that you really do want to work with and not just taking, you know, the bottom of the barrel for whatever reason you've landed there. And that might be a harsh way to say it, bottom of the barrel, but what would be the best way for you to work with people? I've got a client who says, and like this, (laughs) I love the jokes my clients come up with, but he says, don't be king of the losers. And, um, and you know, it's not to say that anyone is a loser. That's like not what this is about. But what I say when it comes to choosing who you work with is to pick the winners. So who are your winners? And that is step number one. It's getting ultra clear on who you target and who you target needs to be wholly and solely who your winners are and who are the best people. This is the way I think about it. Who are the best people for you to work with? So of that problem that people present, so one of the big problems I solve is people's sales. So they want to make more sales. Now, how many businesses and different types of businesses and different types of people want that problem solved? There are infinite types of people. So lasering in on who your winners are is going to really help you. So I'd love for you to take some time after this, listening to this, and really think about who is it that I really want to work with? Who are my winners? And get really clear on them. I talk about having your qualifiers. So, you know, do they need to have certain metrics in place? So for me, my clients, if they're coming on to work with me, they have to be earning, there's a certain minimum that I want them to be earning already. They have to have a certain number of leads coming into them already. There's basically some proof that I need to see that I can really well and truly help them. And these are my best clients. There might be people and there will be people where their best clients are not my best clients. And so I want you to think about who are your absolute best clients. And 
get really specific on them. Is it an income thing? Is it a values-based thing? Do they need to have certain ethics? Do they need to be product-based or service-based? Um, do they need to be certified in certain things? Do they need to be part of certain associations? Do they have to be in business for a length of time? Do they need to have so many team members? Really get clear and specific on the type of people that you really want to work with that help you to do the best possible work because you've chosen the right people to do the best possible work with. That is number one. Number two, three, and four, they might sound pretty harsh. We've kind of touched on it a little bit, but if you are going to make this decision in your business to only work with the right clients, not the clients that just come on, that just kind of land in your lap kind of thing. You're going to have to do some hard decisions. And so number two that I have for you is to refund anyone who is not the right fit for you. And this is something you can use at your discretion. You could start to wrap up with those clients who are not so much the right fit for you. So you might not want to refund them, but when it comes to, you know, their package or their project or whatever it is, you don't pursue wanting to retain them or whatever that looks like. Or you just know that at some point they will naturally, you know, start to wrap up with you. Not all clients will stay around forever. Some might, but you might know that as you progress in the direction you really want to go in, they may naturally fall off. Now, this is a conversation between you and me, business owner to business owner. So it doesn't have to be something you put out there in your marketing, but this is one of the internal decisions that you can make if you want to around the direction that you go in your business and how you can actually logistically start to make some of these changes to make space for the clients you really want to work with. So step number two had a couple of things there. It's to refund any of those clients. And this is only if you see fit. I obviously can't see behind the scenes of your business right now. So I don't know the inner workings of it, but refunding could be an option. Wrapping up anyone who is, you know, not the fit or the direction of where you want to be going. Or the third bit was just knowing that they will naturally, you know, start to fall off. The last thing I will mention on this piece is that, and I've done this as well, I will say, that I'm very respectable of any clients that I work with or have worked with. And so, and I've done this a lot with my pricing strategies and I suggest people, and you know, you get to make whatever decisions you like in your business, but when, for example, a client has worked with me or worked with me before, I always honor the pricing they came on as. So within reason, you know, if, if there has been a huge difference between where my prices were once upon a time versus now, that might be a different conversation. But if a client returns to me, which often happens, I always retain that same pricing that we worked with previously. And that's something, it's like a principle or a standard in my business where I really want to respect people the way we have worked together. And, you know, that might be something that you do as well in your business. Now, you know, there might be some things that you bring out here. Well, maybe you can't 
fully respect that, but you find a mutual ground. Maybe they don't come up to today's pricing, but again, you find in between whatever works best for you. But, you know, we're not burning things to the ground. So even though I did say to that client initially, to please refund these clients who are not quite right. It worked for her in her scenario. And it was also done in a great way. She still delivered on the service they did buy from her, but it was a great decision where it allowed her to take on five-figure clients, much different from a few hundred dollar clients. And then also there's things you can do with your lower packages at some point in time. Yeah, it, it all really depends on the inner workings of your business. So wanted to share that with you. That is number two. Number three, now this one might sound a little harsh, like I said, and this can be quite a high level. Like if we're talking like MBA business strategies and things, it is cutting off the bottom of your market. So often what a lot of businesses will do is that they'll segment who they're working with and every so often they'll cut off the bottom end of their market, whether it is we're no longer working with these clients of ours because they are just at that bottom end of the market or just moving forward, this is a segment that we have outgrown that we will no longer work with anymore. You know, as a service-based business today, you might be thinking, well, when I first started my business, I was working with these kind of people. Whereas now, you know, I've progressed, I've moved forward, I work with higher level clients now. So I'm going to cut off that bottom end of the market. So I'm going to make sure my marketing aligns to the people I want to work with, not the people I have worked with in the past. So cutting off the bottom of your market is quite a high level strategy that you can deploy. And again, like everything I ever share, do it in your way, do it in the way that makes sense for your business. And I often say this to my clients around the strategies we share, like a lot of it comes down to the words that we use. So when they're doing campaigns or, you know, promotions and things, they don't have to use the words promotions in their promotions. Um, You can still present something in a way where it's a win-win for everyone. It's not off-putting for your brand in any kind of way. This is just the bones of the strategy. You can dress it up the way it needs to and tailor it to your business the way that you need to as well. So that's number three. Number four, the fourth step I have for you is to be intentional about who you target. So right at the start, number one was getting ultra clear on who you target and who your winners are. So when you do that, that's like the first thing to do of like, where is it that I actually want to go? Once we've done that, we need to make space. And number two and three was the refunding, wrapping up, naturally, clients naturally falling off. Number three was cutting off the bottom end of the market. So that's making space for the people that you do want to attract into your business. Whereas number four is now kind of coming full circle and being very intentional about who you want to target. Now, this comes down to your marketing, this comes down to your strategies, this comes down to across the board. It depends to what degree you are, I guess, up-leveling the type of people that you want to work with or focusing on the right kind of clients. It would depend on your business, you know, how far and wide or how deep you need to go with this. I'll give you a few ideas, but that is number four. You need to be very intentional about who you target and you need to remind yourself who it is that you target, especially before you touch the hands of anyone or the eyeballs of 
anyone who could be a client, ideal or not. So that means before you do your marketing, you need to remind yourself of who you target. Before you pick up the phone, you need to remind yourself of who you target. Before your fingers touch the keyboard or your your thumbs touch your phone to write a post or send a message or whatever it might be, you need to remind yourself of who you target. And the reason is because it's been a habit for you to work with the people that you've worked with. And if there is quite a change in the type of people that you want to work with, more of the right clients, you need to keep reminding yourself and bringing yourself back to this is who we target as a business and remind yourself. So if you want to write it out on paper and carry that paper around with you or however it is that you do your business and your marketing, have it written down and always remind yourself of who it is that you target. Action steps. These are really important action steps because this is where we translate these light bulbs that you are having into something where we do something with it. Okay. Action step number one is to update all your marketing collateral. Now, again, this would depend on your business. Is this something you can do today or is this something that now, you know, you want to start mulling over these ideas, starting to get some clarity here, starting to make some of these internal decisions. And then from there, maybe it is, you know, maybe you'd need a rebrand. Maybe you don't. Maybe you just need to change a few things on your website, your socials, your banners, your email signatures, all those kind of things. But once you do get clarity on all of this, number one is to update your marketing collateral. Number two, and I think this actually might be my favorite, and it is you need a draw a line in the sand moment. So however big this idea is swinging for you or how much in the next direction you want to go as far as targeting the right clients and how different it has been from the clients you have been targeting, I believe in a draw a line in the sand moment. And this ties in with the fact that it has been a habit for you to work with certain people and we have to really make a momentous change, I think. I know, I don't think, I know. We have to do something where it's very significant that once we draw this line in the sand, we are stepping over it. And I've got a few ideas for you to help you with this. It could be that you run, like you come up with some kind of incredible marketing campaign focused on the people you really want to target. So if you focus on or think about who your winners are. So if you think, okay, well, these are my winners. These are the people that I really want to work with. What would be the best way for me to start to get on their radar or start to take on some of these clients or start to network or engage with these kind of people? So dream up some kind of strategy or campaign or idea and big or small, whatever it looks like for you, but think up what could that actually look like and follow through on it. Do something that says these are the people that we target. It's like one of my favorite little strategies, like when I really want to change something, I will use public accountability. So when I did 75 hard, the health and they call it a mental toughness challenge, but you do like a million workouts, two workouts a day for 75 days, as well as a bunch of other things. But when I was doing 75 hard, which I started on January 1st of this year, I made sure I told people about it and I made sure I posted about it on my personal socials because 
if there's one thing I know about me, it's that if I tell people I'm doing something, I am most definitely going to follow through with it. And so connecting this back to the drawing a line in the sand moment with you doing some type of marketing campaign or getting on the radar of the right people, it says to not only others, but also yourself, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm heading. This is what I'm wanting to do. And like all the forces, may they be with you. I'm not a, is it Star Wars? Like I, I can't even get the line right, let alone knowing what the actual movie title is. But having a draw a line in the sand moment can really help you. You might even do some other, you know, business development actions or whatever it might be. You might do some kind of celebrations for the clients you do have that are in that ideal segment that you do. Maybe you do gifts for them. Maybe you start to gather real case studies from those clients of yours that you have worked with who are in that ideal segment that you want more of those. So you start to celebrate and showcase more of them. So that is action step number two. You need to draw a line in the sand moment, dream up whatever that can look like. And I would do it in the next 30 days. You know, if you can do it sooner, do it sooner, but it's got to be momentous enough where you're burning the bridges and you are not looking back. The last action step that I have for you is to show up as your best self in your new or your refreshed ideal client segment. So what does that actually look like for you and your business and the type of people that you want to work with? Are you joining certain industry associations? Are you attending certain events? Are you having certain coffees with people? Are you doing different kind of marketing? How do you show up as your best self in that ideal client segment? I want you to think about this. And from a practical point of view, what is it that you need to be doing? You might put together a list of, I want to join these associations. I want to go to these kind of events. I want to do these kind of things. Everything in line with being your best self in relation to that ideal client segment that you really want to work with. And this is the idea of when you lead, others will follow. So when you start to do this yourself, the clients that you want to work with will start to come to you because of it. Obviously, you have your marketing strategies and your practical things that you do, but this is one of these other extra things I like to suggest people to do to help them on their way as well. Showing up as your best self and like by default, like imagine showing up as your best self in this ideal client segment that you really want to show up as. You'll say you're attending certain networking events or you are having certain coffees with people or you are joining certain associations or you are like whatever type of marketing you're doing. They're actually all practical things that get you in front of the right people. But I like to do it from a place of, from the frame of question, how would you show up as your best self in this ideal client segment? Alrighty, that's what I have for you today. I hope you found this incredibly useful. I think looking back on this conversation, I love it even more than when I started this conversation and I already loved it at the beginning. So I hope you really do apply this. If you have any questions, do reach out. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and we will talk again very, very soon. Hey, thanks for listening. If you found this episode useful, I'd love for you to send it to a friend. The best podcasts I have found have all been recommended to me. 
If you can spread the word by sharing this episode, I can spend more time helping you by creating episodes just like this one. Send it, text it, tell somebody about it, whatever you need to do. The more you spread the word, the more I can focus on creating needle-moving episodes to help you and your friends.